Hello and welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast driven by Kumo Tire. I'm your host, Annie Finberg. And joining me now, we are very excited to introduce from Kentucky, PJ Washington. Uh, just great to be here. Excited and uh, excited to be with you guys today. So you are here for a visit, not a workout, which mm-hmm. is a little bit different for us. We've only yeah. had workouts. So talk to us about what you did today here. Um, basically, I just met with the staff. Um, I had a breakfast with uh, y'all guys' GM. So it was just great to uh, come in and get a visit. Uh, my t- my foot was kind of bothering me a little bit. So I felt like coming in and getting a visit was better than not coming at all. So that's what I plan to do. So what did you have for breakfast? Um, I got an omelet. Um, I kind of uh, put some bacon in there. Nice. Uh, got some vegetables in there as well. So Got to get your veggies. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm sure... I went to Kansas, mm-hmm. so I know what it's like <laughs> to be at a good basketball program, but I'm sure you guys are used to having luxuries like this. But yeah. what was it like for you to see it kind of at the next level? Uh, it was great. I mean, just being at Kentucky, um, it kind of just opened it up everything for me. I mean, I didn't expect it to be like that. And then coming in and seeing the facilities like this is just its great. I mean, it's everything in one building and everything you could ask for. So um, it's definitely a great spot. You just finished your second year at Kentucky. You mm-hmm. decided to forgo the remainder of your eligibility. Just walk us through what made you make that decision. Um, I feel like I improved on a lot of areas. I didn't uh, really do uh, well my freshman year. So, and then I talked to my coach, and he basically said, uh, "Look, it's time." So, um, he kind of like, in a way, kicked me out. So, uh, <laughs> kind of went with it, and um, I'm just basically enjoying the process from there. Well, it's a good sign when Coach Kyle's telling you it's time <laughs> to go to the league, right? Um, let's talk about him a little bit. Obviously. Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. one of the greatest coaches in college basketball right now. What was it like to play for a guy like that? It was great. I mean, Cal is a crazy dude. Uh, he's always going to scream and holler at you. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he always has your back. So I just tried to uh, give him everything I had on the court, and uh, it paid off for me. So, I mean, I thank him for everything. I uh, thank him all the time, and I love him to death. So I asked Keldon the same question. When he's, like, yelling and screaming at you, when mm-hmm. you're getting taken out of the game or whatever, is it hard for you to, like, like does that scare you or are you, like, you're used to it? So that's just Coach Cal. Um, my second year I got used to it. My first year I, was, I just didn't know what to expect. So I got in there um, he started yelling at me. I'm just like, man, like, I felt like I wasn't even doing anything wrong. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to balance both of that is just uh, it's definitely tough for freshmen. But once you get the hang of it, it's kind of easy from there. I cannot imagine. Knowing Coach Self, I don't ever want to get yelled at by one of those coaches, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so speaking of Keldon, mm-hmm. you have several teammates mm-hmm. in this year's draft. What's it like for you to be able to go through it with all of them by your side? It's great. I mean, just being with those guys all year and then seeing them uh, fulfill their dreams and uh, working out and stuff like that and just trying to get to the next uh, level and be successful is just great. I mean... It's just, uh, I'm really a happy guy for him. Uh, I text him all the time, uh, ask him how they're doing and stuff like that. We call each other. And just to see him uh, next Thursday and end up where they're going is just going to be uh, special for all of us. Is there any bit of a rivalry between you guys of, like, who's going to get picked first or second? Um, Not really. Um, At this point, we're just kind of excited for each other. Um, We all know we're getting picked, so that's the thing. Um, We're most excited about We just want to see where everybody goes, honestly. How about that? We all know we're getting picked. I like that. <laughs> Only Kentucky guys can say that. Well, in Kansas. But. Um, draft night. Mm-hmm. There's There are reports you were invited to be in the green room. Yep. How did it feel to find out about that? And are you excited? I'm guessing you're going to accept the invitation. Oh, yeah. Definitely accept an invitation. Uh, it's been, been a dream um, to obviously be in a green room. So just to go there and uh, kind of uh, be there is just going to be exciting, I think. Have you practiced at all or thought about at all what it's going to be like when you hear your name called, you're in the green room with your family, what are you going to do? 
I mean, I've thought about it. Um, I think my family's going to cry. Uh, I'm probably just going to be excited with a big smile on my face. So um, just go up there and uh, just try to make the most of it, just try to get some good pics so I can post them on social media. <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely. That's the most important thing. Got to yeah. get good pictures. Well, hopefully, <laughs> I actually, not hopefully, because I know there will be a lot of photographers there. So you'll be you'll be good with that. Have you thought about your outfit? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's already set. Definitely. Yeah, I already set. Can we get like that. a sneak peek, a little idea of what you're going to be wearing? Um, Let me guess, Kentucky blue? It's, it's there's blue in it. I mean, it's not Kentucky blue, but it's blue in it. That's what Keldon told us. Is he's wearing Kentucky blue, so that's why I didn't want to wear it. Y'all might need to coordinate. Wear it, so. <laughs> um, so growing up, was there a player you watched that you were like, I want to play like him, or you, you know, copied certain moves he had, or you've just always been just PJ? Um, I watched like a, a lot of different players growing up. Um, I've never like really wanted to just like make my whole game their game so I've always taken a lot of different things from other guys but growing up I really like uh the way Carmelo would use his mid-range game and how quick he got to his jump shots and stuff like that so I tried to emulate that at a young age and um just going from there it's just it's just been great is there a guy now that you would say you play like in the league or retired um I feel like now uh, the league is going to a lot of guys like a lot of guys like Draymond. So I feel like he's very uh, versatile. He can do a lot of different things on the court. So um, I feel like I'm one of those type guys. So just um, looking up to him and just seeing the things he's done his whole career. So speaking of Draymond, last night the Raptors won the championship. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Did you expect that was going to happen? I wanted them to win. Um, I didn't expect it from the beginning of the series. And then once I once they got the Golden State and won those two games, I thought it was over. So. I'm excited for the Raptors. I'm glad they got it done and uh, just sad to hear about all the injuries the Warriors have. Yeah, that was not not the best ending for sure. It's never good to see, especially two stars going down. But obviously, we hope the best for them. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your game and how it's going to get to the next level. What can fans expect to see from you on the floor? Um, I feel like I can uh, come in and impact the game right away um, on both ends of the floor. I feel like I can shoot the ball. Um, I'm very versatile. I can score uh, down low as well. Um, I can play defense. And uh, just trying to get better each and every night is just the biggest thing for me. Just trying to uh, make a stepping stone and try to improve from there. And I only have a couple more questions. Um, Hawks have several draft picks this year, Mm -hmm. first and second round. What would it mean to you if you were picked to become an Atlanta Hawk? be great. I mean, I'd be excited to be here. It'd be wonderful. Um, I would get a city everything I had each and every night. And uh, just to come out here and play with a young group of guys, I feel like it would be uh, extraordinary for me. I mean, I know a couple guys on the team as well. So just to be here and uh, have them kind of mentoring me a little bit would definitely help my career, I think. Who do you know on the team? I know Amari. I know Trey. I know uh, Kevin. So, I mean, I've, I've played right with those in. guys. Yeah, I've played with those guys before. All right. My last question is, I know at Kentucky y'all had some handshakes, and I'm wondering if you could teach me one before we close. I, but it needs to be simple. Um, me and Tyler's, it's kind of simple. It's a little bit complex. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm a little nervous. So it's like this. Oh, what are we? This. Oh, gosh. Then this. <laughs> There's then nothing the simple about this. <laughs> Let's do like a one, two, one, two, then what? Just really simple. I'm a little slow. One, two. <laughs> then this. Then this. Okay. So. That's hey, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it with PJ Washington. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you sitting down with us. Hope everything is feeling great for you. And we wish you nothing but the best. And we'll see you at the draft. Thank you. Thank you. 
Hello and welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast driven by Kumo Tire. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, and I'm joined now by Fiondu Cabangeli. How you doing? From Florida State. How did I do with your name? Very good job, A+. Thank you. We practiced. I'm not going to lie to listeners. We practiced, but I did it. Absolutely. Good job. Practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. So you are here for your workout. You just told me it was your last workout. Yes. How does it feel to be done? Uh, it's a good feeling uh, to have all these NBA scouts and GM and decision makers make those choices and invite you to come see your game. And, you know, I'm very grateful to work out and talk to them. You know, at the same time as, you know, they're evaluating you, you're kind of looking at the situation, you know, visualizing yourself at these organizations. So I had a great time so far. And how was your workout today with the Hawks? It seems like you got a pretty good workout in. Yes. How was it? Walk us through that. It was great. Uh, the coaching staff did a great job with warm-ups. Uh, they let us play, show our skill set. Let us just do what we do best. Um, great shooting drills. They were very good communicating and just kind of directing us how to play. And they were very instructional, and I appreciate them just kind of putting the same time and effort that we did today. And what draft or what stop is this for you? Uh, this is number 10. Number 10. That's yeah, a lot. The 10th workout, yes. Where, um, you don't have to tell me all the nine other places, but where have you been leading up um, to here? So I was in Utah, Boston, Indiana, San Antonio, Orlando, Cleveland, um, and uh, that's in and So you remember all of them? Yeah, and Charlotte as well. Wow. Yeah, in Miami. Oh, <laughs> anymore? Yeah, I think that's Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, we did have a question. Do you guys get to keep, you know, you get like the shirts or whatever to work out. Do you guys keep that or you leave it here with yeah, the team? Yeah, they let us keep um, the, the tights and everything. All we do is return back the jersey because so, uh, they have a little, they need those as well. So yeah. they've been great. And if they have any size adjustments, we'll give you another pair or switch it up. So it's been great so far. I've been racking so it up. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had a good collection. That's yeah. the, maybe the plus side of going to so many teams. You Absolutely. Got some of the other guys only get two pairs of shorts. Exactly. You're winning. Um, so talk about Florida State a little bit. Obviously, you mm -hmm. guys didn't end, I'm sure, the way that you wanted to, but you had a great run. You lost to Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. um, what was that tournament run like for you guys? It was great. Um, this year, we had a lot of injuries. We faced a lot of adversity, and we just stayed consistent. You know, Coach Ham kind of preached us 18 strong, and all the 18 guys on our team are valuable from the top guy to our walk-on. And to see how consistent we were having a school record and wins and uh, guys stepping up big time when guys were hurt, it was just uh, it was a good feeling, and I'm very proud of our season. So speaking of all 18 guys, I saw this was really interesting to me. You averaged the most points on your team, but you did not start one game. No, I did not. What was that like for you? It's interesting because everybody always thinks, like, uh, was Coach Ham holding you back or this, but – I was leading my team in scoring. I led my team in shots attempted. Like, I had a great time. We're winning games. Like, everybody has a role. And going to this next level, I feel like that's my biggest marketing tool. I can yeah. accept any role and excel in it. So I'm. it wasn't a really big deal to me coming off the bench because I was able to play in the big moments. And Coach Am trusting me. I just didn't get my name called in the beginning of the game. And you were ACC Sixth Man of the Year. Yes. And I think that is a great mentality to have, especially in the NBA, because you never know what role you're going to get. Are you going to be a starter? Are you going to be a 15th man? Or I guess now we have 17 technically. But mm -hmm. I think that's that's a really good mindset to have going into the NBA. Absolutely. Um, so we talked about your scoring. Obviously, rebounding is huge for you. Tell fans also what else they can expect to see from you at the next level. Um, I think I move really well laterally. Uh, at the next level, there's a lot of switching. You know, we want to capitalize on mismatches and the way I shoot the ball, the way I finish inside, as well as my shot blocking ability. That can be very, very versatile for any team that needs that kind of skill set. So that's what I bring to any team that drafts me. So what we haven't talked about yet mm -hmm. is your uncle, yes. Dikembe Mutombo, Hawks legend and a just insane NBA legend. What's mm -hmm. it like to be his nephew? Uh, it's a blessing. I mean, growing up, you don't really notice it. Um, you know, you're too young to memorize the big games and stuff. But 
being around him all my life, it's always been about family with him. You know, he's flying everybody out to family events, birthdays, Christmas, graduations. And, you know, the basketball factor of it kind of probably seeped in, made my retro freshman year after our lead eight run. And I'm asking him for advice. He's giving me details about what to expect at the next level, how to train, how to prepare. You know, just the little details that kind of lead up to the big moments, which I'm here now. So he's been great to me through this whole process. And have you always seen him as your uncle, or is there a moment when you're like, no, that's just that's Dikembe? Um, I the only time I, it kind of gets me is when probably when we go out in public. Like for example, I was with him the other day, and we went to go eat, and as we're eating, people are asking for pictures. So he takes a bite of his food and takes another pic, another bite, and and I, I'm like, this guy's really a big deal around here. Yeah. But when you're at home and just kicking it with him, you don't really think about it too much. I was gonna say maybe you you all be the next one to be getting all those photos but it's hard to be a legend like that yeah international legend absolutely. so the things that he does off the floor and yeah. how he carries himself and his legacy it's very impressive it's also a good guy to have in your life for absolutely. sure going to this next level when you were growing up maybe it is Dikembe did was there one player that you were like I want to play like him when I'm in the league I mean you know growing up you watch the Kobe's and you know the T-Max especially but realistically now my skill set guys who I watch are like Serge Ibaka I love Pascal Siakam. Any stretch four in the lead that kind of moves their feet, shoots the ball well, gets inside. Uh, recently, uh, people have been telling me I play like Vin Baker. I didn't know who that was until I had <laughs> to like watch some film, and I really enjoy his game as well. So those are the few guys who I like to compare myself to. So two of those guys are Raptors. Yes. You're a Canada boy. Mm-hmm. How does it feel that the Raptors are now the champions? Uh, it's a blessing. I'm not going to lie. I, I I wasn't as loyal like everybody else. Um, I was a Laker fan growing up. Okay. So I, I don't want to claim the Raptors now because it's a little bit unfair. But I am very proud of the Raptors for taking care of business and winning at the Oracle. And, you know, Kawhi did a great job this year with Lowry and the trades that we made and Masai Ujiri and the whole – everybody was just so great. So it's a great time to be a Canadian. And speaking of which – being from Canada, growing up playing basketball, I'm sure when you stepped out on that floor, did you think about that Vince Carter has practiced on that court yes. hundreds of times? Yeah, it was awesome. It was like I remember uh, my my former my teammate Terrence at Florida State. He mentioned he had a worker here as well. Yeah. And Vince Carter was at the corner, just just watching and taking notes, and he was so starstruck to see him because like he is Air Canada. Like yeah. even though he's old and old, <laughs> older. I won't tell him you said that. Yeah, older. <laughs> no, he is old. Yeah, and he's just so he's a veteran. He's been on the game so much, and to see him now still doing it. A high level, like guys can't even do that in their prime in their twenties, yep. and he's about to hit forty something. Yep. So it's impressive. Yeah, he's um, he's just a few months younger than our head coach Lloyd Pierce. Huh. And the funny thing was, bringing Trey in last year was um, Trey wasn't even born when Vince was drafted. Really? Like he Vince was in the NBA before Trey was even born. That's insane. and then and now they're teammates. So that that's interesting that's to me. Insane. Okay, last question. Then we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Mm -hmm. um, Hawks have obviously several draft picks. You could be among those numbers. What would it mean to you to be an Atlanta Hawk? It'd be great. I have a lot of family here. Um, it's a new organization with a lot of young talent. Like watching Trey Young in college and here to see how he's leading this team. It, it looks like this organization is in good hands and heading in the right direction. So if I do go there, go here, I would love to just help contribute to that direction and just potentially be a champion as well. All right. Well, that was a great answer. And we are, that is it. So that's a wrap. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you. And maybe we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Hawks on the Clock podcast driven by Kumo Tire. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, and I am now joined by Sekou Demboya out of France. Yes. Did I do that right? Yeah. Is that okay? Okay. Um, how's it going? Good. Good. Are you having a good time here? Yeah. 
How was your uh, draft workout today? Good. I just do some shooting in a different spot, transition. It was good. So it was it was a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, where were you coming from? What teams have you worked out with? Um, Chicago, Minnesota, Spurs, uh, Washington, D.C. And is this your first time coming to the States, or you've been here before? No, nah, I was here before. What do you think about What do you think about it here? It's way different in, than France. I can imagine. Yeah, way, way different. Well, your English is great. It seems like you... How long have you been speaking English for? One year. That's it? Yeah, that's it. My goodness. <laughs> wow, that's really impressive. I learned Spanish for like eight years, and I still can't speak it. So no. <laughs> I guess you you must be very smart. Um, so people have called you the highest valued international player in this year's draft. How does it feel for you to hear that you could be the best coming from overseas? I just feel good. I feel good. Nah, not a lot of pressure. That's good. So you don't feel like nah. you don't feel the pressure of knowing that people are saying you could nah, be one of the I best. Don't feel, I don't feel. I don't feel that. It's just basketball. Just basketball. How long have you been playing basketball for? Uh, almost six years. And did you play other sports too? Yeah, football, soccer. Which one? I'm guessing you like basketball the most, which is why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you actually started playing in the pros when you were 15 years old. Yeah. So you have a lot of experience. How do you think that that helps you now coming over and entering the NBA? Um, that helps me in a lot of, lot of um, dimension because I'm, I'm already pro. I know what I, what I have to do. Uh, yeah, just I know what I have to do in mm-hmm. the, on the court, out the court. And when you look at someone like um, Luka Doncic, who came from overseas, do you feel like you kind of have that same advantage of knowing the pros, playing against a lot of older guys? Yeah, sure. Because uh, since three years, I play against our grown men. Mm-hmm. They know what they do in the, in the court. I learned from that. And uh, Luka Doncic do a very, very great thing uh, in the NBA. So you were like 15. You might have been playing against like 30-year-olds, yeah. basically. Yeah. Was that intimidating for you at all? Were no, you ever nervous? No, really. No. In the beginning, I was a little bit nervous, but it's just basketball. You know, you got you, you to play. So you, you keep saying it's just basketball. What else do you do outside of basketball? Do you have any other hobbies? My hobby is Netflix. Netflix, that's Netflix. a good. I have the same hobby. <laughs> Netflix, uh, video games, FIFA. I love FIFA. Okay. That's it. Um... What is your favorite thing on Netflix right now? Right now, um, Naruto. What's that? It's um, it's a Jap- Japanese anime. Uh, anime. Oh, don't tell Jalen. We have a <laughs> we have an employee here who loves anime, so he's gonna be really thrilled to hear this. Um, do, is Netflix the? Si- this is, might be a really stupid question. Is Netflix the same in France as it is in America? Not really. You have a lot of. You have more more series and more movie in uh, in America. In America. Well, it's it's a good thing to have, <laughs> for sure. When you were growing up, um, watching the NBA, watching the pros overseas, was there one player who you felt like I want to play like him? Um, yeah, Siakam. I love I love Siakam. I love the way the way who we play. But yeah, that's a, just him. Yeah, just him. So, did you watch the Raptors in the finals? Um, no, not really, but they were in the final. They deserve it. But, right. Uh, uh, I love PG too. PG and Kawhi, but my, the first one is, is um, Siakam. Between 
when you were growing up, who was one guy you were watching, not so much that you wanted to play yeah. like, but that you loved? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Were you, you weren't even like alive when Michael Jordan was playing, were you? I know, yeah. But when I started basketball, it was just uh, my favorite player. I, uh, I did read online that you tried to develop kind of the same kind of mentality as Michael Jordan when you were learning how to play basketball. Yeah, Is that right? Yeah. The commitment, all in kind of a thing. That's a good role model to have, yeah, I would say. Um, is there anyone now that you hear from media or you hear from staff that you play like in the NBA? Like you play like this pr player or that player or anyone like that? No. Any really. comparisons? No, really. No. You're just you. Yeah. I like that. That's a good one. Um, there were reports that you were invited to sit in the green room at the NBA draft. Um, I'm sure you know how big of a deal that is, and it says a lot about your potential and your draft stock. How did you feel when you found out? Normal. Normal? Yeah, normal. <laughs> uh, just that's a great thing. I'm happy for that, but I feel normal. Okay. Yeah. So you don't. it seems like you don't get too high, you don't get too low. You just no. stay in the middle. Yeah, I'll stay in the middle. Be but normal. you have to be really excited for next Thursday, NBA draft. Yeah, sure. You're going to sure. be in New York. Who are you bringing with you? All my family. My family and, uh, yeah, all my family. How many people? It's going to be seven, seven, okay. eight. That's a, that's a good amount of people to have. Have you thought about it all when you are going to be called onto the stage and shake hands with the commissioner, put on the hat? No, no shake hands. Just, uh, just uh, yeah, just to check my, my agents, my, my mom. And that's it. Well, it seems like you got pretty excited when I asked you about walking across the stage. So it has to be something you're looking forward to. Yeah, that's a, that's a very, very great moment. Life. That's happened just one time in your life. Mm -hmm. so you gotta, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be ready. And what about your game on the floor? Do you think you could bring to an NBA team? Defensively first, I can guard every position. Um, my fast break, my energy, I have a good motor, motor, and just uh, just have fun, just play basketball. And so the Hawks are also well-known to be fast, high-energy. Um, the, they have several draft picks this year where you could fall into one of those numbers. What would it mean to you to be an Atlanta Hawk? Good. It's a it's very good uh, good team. Very, very good team. Good coach. Good, very good organization. The facilities. Uh, it's beautiful. I think it's one of the best in the NBA. But you're going to see. You're going to see what happens. <laughs> what do you like about the program? Did you get to meet with Coach Pierce or our GM, Travis Schlenk, at all today? Yeah, I met with the coach. Uh, I, I don't say a GM, but yeah. And what do you like about meeting with Coach Pierce? <laughs> He's just good and good coach. He know what he do. He know, he know what the, the way we got to talk uh, with, the, with the players. He's a very good coach. I think... Having our head coach here is really exciting, not to mention to be able to talk to you guys, to yeah. be young, to be able yeah. to relate to you guys. It's important for for the player to see our coach, yeah. to feel, yeah. to feel the, the emotion. Well, that is it. I'm going to ask you one favor. If we have international players here, I want to ask you to close us out in French. So you just say your name. This is Hawks on the Clock podcast. Uh, moi, je m'appelle podcast the Atlanta Hawks. Perfect. Sounded great. I don't know French, but okay. it sounded really good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for your time. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Je m'appelle Siku Mardumbuya. Ça, c'est le Atlanta Hawks podcast.
boom. Boom. <laughs>